Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. The Black Caps embark on another journey against the English. It's a matchup that has seen so many dramatic scenes over the past decade or so, and there's no reason to think this test series would be anything different, especially when you throw in a newly appointed Kiwi coach and captain, of the English, you'll hear every ball of the series live on SCNZ, led by the worldly and professional Adam Collins, and he's with us now. Morning, Adam. What a lovely intro. Hello, fellas. <laughs> yeah. Morning, mate. Great to have you on the show, mate. You excited for the call tonight? What's the feeling on the ground for this one? Always excited. Yeah, I've spent a fair bit of time at Lords over the last, well, let's say six weeks or so during the, the beginning of the English season, and the pitches are really good. Uh, they've had pace in them, and they've been good for batting. So um, on that basis, what we saw today uh, looks fantastic. And, yeah, I think with both sides, there's a fair bit of uncertainty. And that might sound strange to speak of the New Zealand team that way, given they're mm. World Test champions. But they've only won a couple of test matches since then. They've, they've not had a great run of it in the last nine or ten months since the WTC final at Southampton. It was such a glorious victory. And, of course, Ross Taylor has retired. Likewise, BJ Watling since that point in time. Kane Williamson's only played one test match since uh, last summer here in England. So good to have him back uh, tomorrow at Lords. But yeah, I think with England having won only one of their last 17 test matches, New Zealand come in very much favourites. But uh, I would say that yeah, it, it's perhaps uh, not quite as strong as New Zealand were comparatively when they started the, the series here 12 months ago. Hey, Adam, we know what the media's like up there. How are they warming to this Kiwi influence of Baz and... Uh... <laughs> And, and what he brings to the to the English game. They love him. I mean, honestly, they love him. Remember, Brendan McCullum's got a wonderful reputation over here. And that's not just because of, I guess, what he did as captain. Well, it, it, I mean, it is to do with what he did as captain, but also the personality and the injection that he, that he afforded New Zealand cricket in charge of that side and what he did at the 2015 World Cup. Even what he did in the test series that was played over here in 2015, just two test matches, but they were two crackers at Lords and then Leeds and... Uh, he left uh, with his reputation enhanced considerably. So, uh, yeah, he's got a great rep over here. Uh, it was been a, a very well-received announcement a couple of weeks ago when it was made. Mm. A bit unexpected, I think, given he hasn't got much experience in, in red ball cricket as a coach. In fact, he's got none. Uh, but I don't think many people are too concerned about that. He gave a ripping press conference on Friday uh, where he talked about, I think the quote was, prepare like you're going to live forever but live like you're going to die tomorrow. It was sort of philosophical from Baz, 
uh, and uh, that, that prompted plenty of headlines uh, in, in the weekend papers. So alongside Ben Stokes, you've got two sort of street fighters, don't you, in terms of the way that they play their cricket. So it should be fun, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it tonight. Can't wait to watch the action. Hey, Adam, who's, who's getting the sense that they are favourites? Who are they, you know, like who, whose favourites get heading into this um, into the series? Do you feel like the Black Caps are think, underdogs at the moment? Yeah, not really. I mean, I think, I mean, New Zealand should beat England comfortably. They should beat England 3 0 on paper, right? I mean, England are a rabble. They have been a rabble over the last, gosh, 18 months now, going on 18 months. They, they've just not been a successful test team. So, you look at it and frame it up that way, and New Zealand should win. But as I kind of mentioned off the top, New Zealand haven't had a particularly good nine months either. They lost to Bangladesh, uh, Mount Monganui. Uh, they lost one of their test matches against South Africa. So, yeah, I, I would say that coming into it, that they're not quite as strong as they were a year ago. Um, the fact that it's touch and go whether Trent Bolt will be available, having just returned from the Indian Premier League. Kane Williamson has looked somewhat mortal in recent months, having been so exceptional uh, in the previous 10 years, he's probably had his most lean period as a black cap player. Um, so, yeah, th- th- there's just a, uh, I wouldn't say vulnerability in the New Zealand team, more that they don't look as far ahead of England as they did a year ago when they played those two test matches at Lords and Edgbaston. But take it as a whole, New Zealand are the stronger team. There's really no doubt about that. Hey, Adam, just what's the, what is the threat to the black caps? And if you were... Um... I guess predicting a headline, what's the headline at the end of this T-Series? I think the threat would be that you take out BJ Watling and you take out Ross Taylor and just fundamentally less experienced. You, you inject a player like Will Young, who, who's made some considerable uh, contributions for New Zealand in his short international career, but yet to really punch through as a big-time player. And he's in effect replacing Ross Taylor, and you can't replace Ross Taylor, right? And then you've got... Uh, Blundell effectively replacing Watling in that sort of transition period as wicketkeeper. He has played some match-winning hands, but again, Watling was a, an absolute superstar for the Black Caps for a, over a decade. So that's probably where I'd say they're, they're vulnerable. That if there is early trouble, they don't have the same kind of experience to draw down on that they had 12 months ago. Uh, and look, Henry Nichols is the other big omission from the team at Lords tomorrow. He's got a, a combination of a calf injury and, and COVID-19. And, an unusual combination, but uh, the calf injury in a way has been affected by the COVID because he's not been able to um, recover as quickly as otherwise might be the case in isolation. So they're they're missing three pretty big players there. And and I already mentioned Trent Bolt. I don't think Bolt will play. They've given the impression that he might play next week. But yeah, transitioning from playing an Indian Premier League final three days ago into a test match at Lords with little sleep, I, I don't think that would take that risk with a a player like Trent Bolt, who's such an important asset. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's where I think England uh, might see themselves as having an opportunity early in the series to pounce. Uh, and they're bringing back their two most experienced fast bowlers in James Anderson and Stuart Broad, who were jettisoned for the recent series in the Caribbean. We, we kind of thought there was half a chance they might have get pensioned off and, and retired before this summer. But they did poorly in the West Indies, and, and they've turned back to Anderson, who turns... 40 later this summer, and Stuart Broad, who turned 36. So um, two men who've got wonderful records against New Zealand, against a, yeah, a slightly less experienced batting lineup than the one that turned out here last year. What about Joe Root? Joe Root, um, the pressure's off now. He's got the captaincy he's been given to Ben Stokes. Uh, it wasn't because of form. He's probably been the leading uh, batsman in the English squad. Do you feel like this is a huge weight off his shoulders and we're going to see... 
and even reinvigorated kind of uh, Joe Root coming forward in the series? Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? You look at the way that Joe Root's record went through the roof in year 2021. I mean, six test centuries. I think he made 1,700 runs at test level, an absurd number of runs. I think only uh, Viv Richards and, and Muhammad Yusuf made more in a calendar year. But that corresponded with a 12-month period where England were dreadful. So uh, with the exception of how they performed in, in Sri Lanka at the start of the year, they went around the world and stuck the joint up. So um, it's, I suppose, not really about Joe Root's personal performances. That's not why he lost the captaincy. It was that the team beneath him just weren't performing consistently enough to justify him remaining in the role. So as to whether he'll be reinvigorated, he's only 31. It's actually quite a young mm. age to be a former captain. Presumably Root will play for another six, seven years based on modern trends that the best players in the world tend to get through to sort of age 37, 38. He's going to have a really long stretch as a former England captain. And that's having led the side in more test matches than any other Englishman ever. He led 68 tests over five years. So it's a really quite odd transition that he's going through. The one thing I will say is that Ben Stokes was so loyal to Joe Root through the toughest times. And mm. they've been close friends since they were teenagers. I'd expect that uh, he'll get that loyalty in return from Root. And he'll, in effect, be vice-captain. They've not named a vice-captain to Ben Stokes. So even though Joe Root won't have that designation formally, I'm sure that if Ben Stokes needs someone to turn to, it'll be the bloke who's just given up the captaincy. So, yeah, an interesting relationship there between that pair, given how close they are and it's gone from one to the next. But, uh, yeah, Root's performances with the bat have been exceptional for a long stretch of time now. So I'd expect no different over the next four weeks. Hey, Adam, that's uh, some fantastic insights. Just just give us a look. You're calling the game live for us here on SENZ. What have you What have you done, mate, with your homework? What do we expect, and what's the little gem that you're going to pull out? Um, or ha- what have you worked out? Where, how are you going to open the series up for us? That's a great question. I, I, I'll tell you that Joe Root's 111 runs away from being uh, the second Englishman to 10,000 test runs. I, was, I pulled that up before, so that'll be significant if he makes a century at, at Lords tomorrow. Now, the homework process, it's pretty elaborate before a test series. You kind of rely on, on doing quite a lot before test one, and you can kind of top up after test, well, after test one and after test two for the, the ones that follow. But, yeah, I, I assure you that by the time we reach the first ball tomorrow, we'll We'll be able to tell you the, the, the we'll be able to tell you Tom Blundell's hairdresser's mother's maiden name. We we, we go into a fair bit of depth. So, you know, be, that, that, that's kind of all part of the job and part of the fun when you're on air for seven hours and you're letting the, the game drift by. And, and with Jeremy Coney in our team, the great man, uh, Craig McMillan as well, uh, there are two men with great stories and looking forward to sharing them with the SENZ listeners across the next four weeks. Awesome. That's if you have, if you're short. You get my number, you give us a call, give us a call. We'll happily talk about identity. We'll talk about anything down here in New Zealand just to keep, the, I guess, the, the conversation going. But great insights into the, uh, the, the call tonight, Adam. Thanks a lot for coming on with us on uh, Breakfast with Izzy and Kempe this morning and all the best with your call. Cheers, Adam. Yeah, pleasure. Can't wait for it. Thanks, guys. Good on you. Awesome. I lo- mate, I love listening to, the, to commentators because, like you said, they do so much work. Mm. And to give the insight, like, you know, 111, what did he say, 111 runs he was off um, from making history. He's 31 mm. years of age, got another six years is, is, uh, in the game and, and possibly could be captain again. Things you don't even think about, you know. Well, he's on the, yeah, he's on the ground. He's got feel. He's right there in amongst the good little insight on Bears, how he's been received over in the UK public.
all things are starting to align. So look, yeah, it's great to hear from Adam Collins and and Macca over there doing the call with Jeremy Coney and live here on SCNZ. So awesome work to hear from him. Interesting though, interesting. I feel like this this English side they're just gonna yeah just come out <laughs> come out and put on an absolute clinic. I don't want to say it, but I just feel like I've, that's what I'm experiencing. That's what I'll be dreaming about. And coming out, just putting in a performance and uh, and really just getting things right. We don't want to see it, but on the other side of it, I feel like, yeah, Kane Williamson and Gary said they'll have a plan. They would have planned for this mm. situation, and they'll be saying all the right things behind the scenes. So it's going to be an interesting series. Yeah, he's, he said something up there. I read an article this morning out of one of the English newspapers about the middle order batsmen for England and how they've, like Baz has basically just set out there and go and rip and tear. Mm. And they haven't had anyone talk to them like that before. And I'm thinking, mate, he's unshackled. He's unshackling the English team. Mm. It feels like they've had all these shackles around them and they weren't allowed to do things. And Baz has just gone in there and gone, grow up. Just get out there and play cricket. You know what I mean? It's just, it, And that's a scary part of it. We'll know a lot more after the first test. It'll be interesting to see how they react because I've had coaches come in and I've been coached for such a, a similar uh style for very long periods of time and then I've had a new coach. I remember when I was coached by Tabai Matson, uh, Aaron Major, Toddy Blackadder and then Scott Robertson came in with Brad Moore and Leon McDonald and he just flipped my whole thoughts, you know, especially on the way we defend. And at the start I was taken back. I was like, oh nah, you know, I've been doing this for 12 years. This is what's worked. This is what I know. I'm comfortable in doing this. So he got me to step outside my comfort zone at the start. Hated it. Wasn't feeling it, wasn't about it, probably didn't embrace it. But the more and more I got involved and the more I started just saying, look, this is this is for the better of you, this is for the better of the team, this is innovating, this is something different, we've got to do it. Just keep trying and keep trying to stay instilled in it. Made it, um, yeah, so that's, that's the situation they've got over in England because he'll be bringing his mindset, his style of play, that's something different to the English style and they've just got to really embrace it. Whether we see that straight away, we'll see. Whether or not, mm, might have to give him a bit more time. Oh, go for bed, is he? You might be able to stop the English. You can, uh, <laughs> mate, if you're, you're loving it. No, actually, no, you're, you're cured after not backing Zaki and it losing. Actually, no, all myths, all, all betting uh, <laughs> uh, curses. No, I, I, I had a pun on that one yesterday. What was it, Precious? Oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, got big, big drift. What was I saying? Oh, like I, I was writing down the same, but it was, I was too, too busy thinking about the ne- next question. But he said Baz came up with the same. Prepare like you're going to live forever. And what was the second part of that? Well, that's what, um, and then and then expect to die tomorrow. You know, expect to die tomorrow. Well, along the lines, of, and that's why I was flailing my arms around as he, because I just thought it was hilarious that that's like how Baz spoke to us. Like that's mm. everything. Never fear the ear. You know, all of that stuff. More killed dreams are killed by more thoughts, and all of his classic line. And he's just that's who Baz is. Oh, but look, and I love it. Mm. I man, I I love Fakatoki. You know, like these these. These sayings, when you look inside the words and the person that has said those words to try and get to the, get to the bottom of what it actually means, mm. like it's a, a lot of the times it doesn't actually mean what it's what 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 is being said verbally. It's actually a lot deeper than that. So, right, so I'm learning something about Baz every day. You know, I knew Baz McCullum, but I didn't know like no, he could he could go down. Let, let's let's crystal ball gaze here, is he? They're saying four years' time after cricket, he could go down as one of the, the greatest cricket people ever. Well, yeah, how far away is he from mm. being knighted if they win a couple of series? <laughs> they, they, love, they love knighting their cricket identities. Imagine, what would you call mm. him, Sir Baz? 
Nah, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't go with Sir Bez, man. Good name for a horse. Sir Skip. Oh, skip was hard. <laughs> Sir Skip. <laughs> Great names for horses. 20 minutes past seven. Hey, uh, after uh, after this, boys, we've got our All Blacks 23. Number one, our Lucid prop. The votes are in. And after this, we're going to talk hookers. And this is a huge job to do. 20 minutes past seven. The great selection. Who is it? Number two mm. in the AB's jersey. Here with Chemist Warehouse, Grace Savings every day. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.